Braylon? Yeah. Cool. All right. So we can go ahead and get started with the interview. Um, thank right. you so much for doing this interview with uh, with Respect Magazine. I'm going to ask you a few questions about your uh, latest single, My Trucker, um, upcoming single you have coming out, and uh, you have an upcoming collab with Chevrolet. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we can talk about that. But starting off, how's everything going with you, and um, how how's everything? I think things are things are good. Uh, obviously, with with COVID, there were some things that I wanted to do in in 2020 and and earlier this year that I wasn't able to do. But the silver lining of it all is that I've been able to stay in the studio and be creative and make a bunch of new records that I probably wouldn't have had the chance to write if I had been on the road like I had initially planned. So. This campaign with Chevrolet obviously came out of uh, out of this COVID period as well as the, the next song that I'm putting out. So I'm feeling pretty good about everything and excited to be able to keep working and do what I love. Awesome. So when did you like get this love for uh, music? Like when did it start? Like what age? Uh, it was it was early. It was early. <laughs> I would say possibly as early as like three. Uh, my parents are both singers. They met in uh, the Howard Gospel Choir back in the oh, 80s. Cool. And uh, they both lead worship at church. And I grew up around a lot of great music and singers. And they can do all the all the things, the runs, and they harmonize really well. I was actually the weak link for a while uh, within my family because I couldn't catch on to like the four-part harmony with my sister and my parents. So it took me it took me a little minute, but I definitely always had had a lot of love for for music growing up. Got it. So how did the song My Trucker uh, come about? Like, uh, what is how does that where's that title coming from for you? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, the, the story behind the song was was a little interesting. I honestly was. So I was I was in a studio uh <laughs> In, in Atlanta and there was, I was supposed to have a session with an artist. And at the time I was just writing songs for people. I wasn't releasing any original music. Mm-hmm. And uh, this artist that I was supposed to be in with just kept pushing the time back and then never oh. showed. And so mm-hmm. I waited at the studio for like eight hours and she never came. And I was like, all right, you know, this is, this is a bummer, I'm about to go home. And my buddies were like, nah, man, like you can't go home without making anything. You always make something. And I was like, all right, well, if I make something, I don't even want it to be like anything I've done before. I want to make a like a country song. And they were like, you can't make a country song. I was like, oh, I think I can. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and so I was like, yo, give me like 90 minutes. And I went downstairs and, and, and cooked it up. And, and my truck was the was the logical option. I was like, yo, what do, what do people love more than like anything and and I knew that that trucks were were one of those things that people the truck is is dang near a member of the family for for a lot of people so Uh um, I wanted to be able to reflect that and and just kind of show some of the appreciation uh to that community and that's how the song was born wow that's dope um it hit 175 million streams and had 38 million video views uh recently and went platinum did you expect the song to kind of success? Yeah, I I think it's sometimes, I definitely was hoping that it would, but right. I try to mitigate some of my expectations for things because we don't really know what's ever gonna happen. And I put that song out originally completely independently before Atlantic came in. So 
it was literally just me. I posted it on my Instagram once or twice and like let mm -hmm. it go. <laughs> so I don't think I was really expecting it to, to go platinum or anything like that. I was hoping maybe it would like get some streams or make it onto like a meme page or something like that. I definitely didn't anticipate all of this, but I felt right. like when I did it, that it was a special song, which is why I put it out as a debut single, because I was like, I haven't really heard a lot of music like this. Yeah. And so did you start out doing hip hop or rap or, or like, how did this, like, how did you get into the whole country? You want to do country music? Yeah. Um, I always had an appreciation for all genres of music. I was primarily working in R&B and hip hop because I was living in Atlanta at the time. And those are the two predominant genres in that yeah. city. Mm -hmm. uh, but from a storytelling perspective, I always had a lot of appreciation for country music and felt like if I had the opportunity to start writing more of it, that it would be really fun. And that proved to be true. And ultimately I ended up moving to Nashville because I was having so much fun making, yeah. making this type of music. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about the country music scene? And do you think your ceiling with country music is pretty high? Like, what do you feel like your ceiling is at? Do you feel like you can do this forever or you see yourself doing it maybe a year or two? And what do you think? I, I, I see myself doing this for a really long time. Uh, okay. I mean, I can't, I, I'm a creative person in a lot of different ways. So I can't tell you up front necessarily that I'm always going to make one style of music. I'll probably mix in some other things, but I think what's really beautiful about the type of country music that I'm making, uh, and I call it cross country, uh, which is kind of the intersection of country and other genres. Uh, yeah. It's also the name of my next single uh, coming oh, wow. out in a couple of weeks nice. it's called cross country. Uh, but with cross country as a genre, as a subgenre, mm -hmm. uh, it's kind of the anti-genre. There are no real rules to it. There are no real boundaries to it. So long as it's telling a cohesive story and the lyrics in the song all relate back to a central concept. To me, that's what makes country music country music. And I think that sonically it can sound very hip hop. It could sound very R&B. It could sound very pop. It could sound very dance. Uh, so long as it's accomplishing that main narrative structure that we love so much in country music, I mm -hmm. would consider it to be cross country. So I think there's a lot of room for me in this space to yeah. help define what all country music can sound like and look like. Uh, and I could see myself doing that for a really long time. Nice. All right. So you have your new single release in this month and you just like pitched on what the name of the uh, song is. But yes. what fans expect from that single? Cross yeah, country. I think that Cross Country is is a really exciting song for a couple reasons. One, I haven't put out any music myself since uh, since Juneteenth back back uh -huh. in uh, back in June of 2020. So mm -hmm. it's been a little while. And I think the biggest thing for me was just trying to wrap my mind around what my existence in this space represents and how I want people to think of my music and think of me as an artist. And uh, My Truck is such a fun song, and I think that shows uh, a part of my personality, but I wanted to be able to give people uh, some more substance and some information and backstory on, on my actual upbringing and how I got into this. And I think country music is one of those genres that really, as I said, allows you to tell those stories. Uh, and so this song definitely sounds different than My Truck, but you'll hear uh, some of the similarities 
just in the way that I approach melody and, and stuff mm -hmm. like that, but it's definitely more of a, a more of a chiller record. It's not as up tempo. Got it. So one hip hop artist you could collaborate with if you got the opportunity, who would that one hip hop artist be if you had, like, if you could choose? Um, okay, so I'm gonna give you one just in general, and then I'm gonna give you another one. Okay, yeah. That I think, I think it would be fantastic to create with Drake yeah. at some point. I think that his run in hip hop is pretty unparalleled. And the way that he blends genre, whether it's like dance hall or R&B or hip hop or even kind of other styles of hip hop from like the UK and Africa, we see that he's not afraid to try things and blend things uh, and be a pioneer sonically within, within the genre. So I would be curious to see how he slid on something <laughs> that was a little bit more country sounding yeah. or cross country sounding. I think that could be really dope. But someone that I think would would be a very natural fit would be T.I. Um, yeah. Or maybe maybe Migos. I mean, obviously they're in they're in Atlanta. They are mm -hmm. country. <laughs> you know, they're as country yeah. as they come. That they make hip hop music, and I think there's always space uh, for collaboration. So I mean, I I think that Atlanta to Nashville connection would be really dope. Dope. All right. So with the being Black history. You, um, what is one song that has to be on your Black History Month February playlist if you have a playlist like that? But what 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 is one <laughs> that would have to be in that playlist? Um, I would say on the on the Black History tip, <laughs> it would have to be that I, I'm I'm gonna give you an old school song and then I'm gonna okay. give you a new school song. Uh, the old school song is is Blood on the Leaves by Nina Simone. Okay, nice. I think that that song speaks to, I mean, it's beautifully written, but it's yeah. it's so powerful and raw <laughs> and real. Uh, and we're not really all that far removed right now from the era that that song was written in. And I think yeah. uh, the second song that I was going to mention speaks to that as well. Um, mm -hmm. And it's a song called Black Like Me by Mickey Guyton, who is an artist here in the country space. And if you're not hip, she's super, super dope. And uh, she's yeah, the first <laughs> black woman to release a solo song uh, and then have that song be nominated for a Grammy in the country space uh, this year. So really excited to see what she's been able to do. And on the black history tip, both Nina Simone and Mickey in their own right have, have blazed their own paths and do the community very proudly. <laughs> awesome. All right. So I'm, I'm getting down to my last two questions. So you have an upcoming collab with Chevrolet dropping. Um, tell us a little bit about that collab. It's, it's going to blow your mind. Uh, it's, 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 <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> um, when I made, when I made my truck, I was hoping that it would at some point end up in a commercial or some type of campaign, but it took a little while. I think COVID probably slowed some of that down, but there's no better company to partner with on this song than Chevrolet. They embrace truck culture. They embrace the truck community. They've got the most fire trucks. Uh, they've got a midnight edition uh, Silverado trail boss. That's just sexy. Uh, <laughs> it's the type of truck that you would probably want to drive if you were going to drive a truck. Um, mm -hmm. But the campaign is dope. Like the, the song, my truck came about, uh, 
obviously it was a TikTok song, or I guess not obviously if you didn't know that, but it kind of got <laughs> popping on TikTok. And uh, yeah. I think it's a really cool way for Chevy to launch their TikTok uh, platform. Uh, and the, the, it's just fun. You're gonna see, you're gonna see me doing a lot of really wild things that you wouldn't expect to be in yeah. a truck commercial. It's not, it's bigger than a commercial. It's a whole, it's a whole campaign and partnership. And I, I think people will really enjoy seeing how, how everything turns out. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, my last question, because I write for Respect Magazine, I always ask every artist this after I end the interview. Um, what does the word respect mean to you? Uh, when you see that word or when you hear it, what, are, what is your definition of the word respect? I think respect means being able to see the humanity in another person mm-hmm. and being able to see the value in the environment around us, right? So you can have respect for you know for your common common man common person uh and i think that looks like the golden rule you know treating people the way that they want to be treated regardless of what they look like who they worship who they love any other identity characteristics about them it's just being able to see the humanity in them and and treating them accordingly uh and then i think it also goes deeper we have a responsibility uh in the environment to be responsible and make sure that we're doing our part to to save the planet. Uh, and I think that's a form of respect as well as being able to respect that there are things in this world that are greater than just us. Yeah, that was a dope answer. Thank you so much, Breland, for doing this interview with me. And um, I will definitely be checking out your new single when it drops. And uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for having me. Yep, thank you. That was so great. Thank you so much, Freeland. Easy. I appreciate it. And um, Absolutely. I loved your um, answers, too, with Mickey and Nina. That was awesome. And your Chevy talking about, like, it was great. It was awesome. Truck culture, fire trucks, <laughs> so good. <laughs> awesome. All right. I appreciate y'all. We'll, we'll yep. all be in touch. I'm excited for this to, to come out. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Bye. Let me know if you need anything else. Mm-hmm. Bye. All right.